You're listening to the Madhouse podcast. Download it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. And if you like, feel free to leave us a cheeky little review. But of course, please just leave us a review. Oi, creepy voice guy, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, to those among you who are easily frightened, we suggest you turn away now. To those of you who think they can take it, we say, welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse, the number one podcast for horror reviews, bullshit and booze. My name is Joey and with me today is the man who thinks... Oh, hang on. No. Oh, I can't do this. Uh, No, Joey, I don't think we should do the episode tonight. I can't. Hang on. Uh, Just had a horrendous premonition. (laughs) If we carry on with this episode, then I'm afraid it will be shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hang on. That's just normal, though, isn't it? All right. <laughs> we carry on? Are we going? Yeah, let's go. Uh, where was I? <laughs> it is the man who thinks the final destination is the pub just the other side of the world's end in the Winchester. It's Jimmy Faulkner! <laughs> oh, hello. Hello? Um, Yeah, I got really confused then because I actually thought, I thought that was real. I thought you weren't doing a bit, but you were doing a bit. Shit, yeah, I was doing a bit. You've fooled me with your amazing acting skills. <laughs> I honestly thought you were stopping and we were going to have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, that, that's a fair assumption because that happens a lot on the intro. Right, you get master of the car! Right, so final destination. Yes, 2000. Oh my God, 2000. No, they've only done five. What? You've been five? No, I said there's only five. I said Final Destination. You said, yeah, 2000. No, they're only up to five. Oh. It was... Ah, that one didn't land No, I've taken that one. I've kind of... I've lost Master of the Card, basically, haven't I? No. Basically, yeah. So directed by James Wong. James Wong, yeah. He's done some classics. Has he? What's he done? <laughs> uh, well, he's always, do- he's always doing something. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I put you on the spot. Do you want to do that again? I'll go, yeah, some classics. No, you don't No, You don't have to do it again. It's fine. X-Files. True that. Did a lot of X-Files. This uh, film had a working title, Jimmy, of Flight 180. Yes, it did, yeah. Or 180, if you're from the UK. <laughs> no, we'd call it one... Oh, what do the Americans call it? 180? Flight 180? They say 180, don't they? Like Blink 182. Oh, yeah. So would we call it Flight 180? Yeah, and Blink 182. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's a cool way of doing it. It is a cool way of doing it. Correct. American Horror Story. There we go. Sorry. I have to get what fucking James Wong did out my head. American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. 
So should we go on to our paragraph? Yeah, I'm just going to have a little slip of my chaser that you didn't bring to the table for this round. Yeah, Jimmy's got chaser shots lined up for this, apparently, and did not let me know that we were proper on it <laughs> this evening. So I might have to go line some up in our in our break. We have to take a break early. Right. Fin- final D. Yep. <laughs> That's what the cool kids call it, Final D. The new one's yeah. actually out in eight days. Next week, next Friday. Is it? Number 28. six or 2001? Yeah. The Final Destination, it's called. Oh, okay. Number six. So the Final D is the I... porn version. Yeah, Final D. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'd be good. I think it'd be good. I still not seeing five. Now, what is five? Is five the bridge? Yes. I think five might be the bridge. Because I haven't it's seen plain. one with a bridge. It's plain, road, roller coaster, racetrack, yep. bridge. I the... was not fond of the racetrack one. I think that's why okay, I've not watched yeah. five yet. Well, I think we talked about this when we were camping, and I don't think I've seen four. Okay. So I might have to watch that again. I might have to watch that. Or yeah. watch it. Maybe I've seen it. Maybe it's just shit. I like them all. Fuck them. Right. Okay. Final destination. I'll do one bit, you do the other bit. Yep. That's how it normally works, isn't it? Alex Browning and a group of high school students take a flight to Paris for a French class trip. Before they set off, however, Alex has a premonition of the plane bursting into flames minutes after takeoff. He tells everyone to get off the ill-fated aircraft and, quite frankly, causes a right fuss. Moments later in the departure lounge, the students see Flight 180 explode before their very eyes. Now, the FBI thinks that Alex has something to do with it and follows his every move. His friends start to believe he has something to do with it also. But now, each one of his friends is mysteriously being killed by something that appears to be the Grim Reaper. Alex starts to believe that fate is getting back at them for cheating death. The first to die is Todd when he slips in the bathroom and chokes to death on a clothesline. Next is Terry. He doesn't believe Alex's theory about them all dying in the order they would have on the plane, so she storms off and gets hit by a bloody bus. Next on the list is Miss Luton. She has a series of household accidents that ultimately leads to a computer blowing up in her face and a knife impaling her and then a house exploding. That was like a gory Three Stooges sketch. Yeah, it's mental. That's <laughs> incredible. Mental. After Miss, also Miss Luton, Luton, Luton Airport plane exploding. Fuck! I hope that was on purpose. Bet it's not though. No, it's not at all. <laughs> After Miss Luton, Carter is next, but his death gets intervened by Alex and skips straight to Billy as he gets decapitated by a thin piece of metal. Last on the list is Clear, but she is too saved by Alex. Six months later, the three remaining survivors of Flight 180 believe they have beaten death at his own game and fly to Paris. Whilst at a cafe, a string of events lead to the death of Carter by a falling sign that reads 180. And you can hear death in the background going, Yeah, but and then also after that, doesn't uh, Cle- uh, clear Clear River then uh, checks herself into a mental hospital because uh, 
who's next on our list. And Alex gets hit by a fallen brick. Yeah, randomly between the two films. Yeah. He, so in number two, by a fallen brick. she's in the padded cell. Yeah. Her hair has changed colour. Yeah. I, I remember thinking it was weird that she was dying a hair blonde while in a padded cell. But maybe blonde well, was yeah. her natural colour. Yeah. Maybe she maybe she didn't go from the very she didn't go from Paris to the Men at Loser shoot. Maybe there was a little gap in the middle. Yeah, but she'd been there for After years. Alex. Well, yeah. Oh, no, a year. It's the timeline. It's a year a later. Year. Yeah, it's a year later, isn't it? Um, and Alex, they clearly just didn't want him in the second film, so they said he got hit by a random brick on the head. That is actually what I think. That is actually why he wasn't in the second film. I think there was some sort of dispute about contract or something or pay oh, or really? something. Yeah, because there were supposed to be two survivors, and uh, we're going to have a bit into the, into the next thing, and it was going to be Alex and uh, Clear River. But then, um, I can't remember his name. It's like, oh, what's his name? Sawa. Sawa? Sawyer? Nah, it's like S-A-W-A, his name is. I watched him something recently, actually. It was quite good. But yeah, he had, there was a dispute about it, and um, so that must have been why they decided to drop the metaphorical brick. On his head. Yeah, because that was a cop out. That was like a we need him done. Ah, brick on the head in a yeah. walking by some scaffolding. But he is basically he, he still is the poster boy for Final Destination in my eyes. You always see that he's the one in the front of that poster. And yeah. every time I hear Final Destination, I think of like his face. Yeah. So it is a shame that um it's a shame that he just got a brick on his head. So Devon. I, I haven't Fucking seen. Hell. Why do we know his name? Five. Devon Sawyer. Oh, Devon Sawyer. 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 I haven't seen number five yet, but I did see that Sean William Scott and someone else, at least, who has already died as a character in early ones, was in it. I don't know how they've done that. The film's already out, so. Is it? People will already. I don't remember that. Number five. It's just called The Final Destination. No, that's the new one. Is it? That's gonna be. That's the new one that's out next week, isn't it? The final destination. I thought it was on Prime. <laughs> Maybe not. No, it's, there's um. No, it's final des. No, it's final destination two, three, four, and five. And then it's uh the final destination, which I think is coming out. Okay. Next week. Oh, don't be throwing. Unless it actually is out. There's Final Destination 1, what we're doing now. Plane Crash. Final Destination 2, Car yeah. Crash. Number 3. No, uh, motorway, yeah, car, yeah, with the logs. Roller Coaster. 4. 3. Is Bridge, apparently. No, 4 is... No, 4 is the racetrack. That's the Final Destination. Okay. Final Destination 5 was the bridge yeah 2011 right but i'm telling you there is another one coming out and i'm a little bit gutted that i've i i was looking at it and it said august 28th which is next week but that was 2009 <laughs> <laughs> right tits. well the the you know sorry final destination 5 came out in 2011 11 yeah 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 and i'm sure it had some of the actors from previous films, the first film. And I don't know what happened. Oh, right, we've... Yeah. Right. 
Oh, they did it as like final destination as well, number five, with the five and then NAL. Uh, five final. Five final destination. Yeah. Should we fight in the light? Yeah, let's do it. I've embarrassed you, myself enough. You can do another shot. <laughs> Just to drown the, uh, the memories. Yeah, I might do, yeah. Right, let's get to final... No, finals and delightals. Let's just fucking take a break, take a drink, come back, and we'll see you in a minute. I can only apologise. <laughs> oh, final delightals. Right, here we go. Do we get on the plane? Do we get off the plane? Do we stay on the plane? Do we get off the plane? Do we stay on the motorway? Do we get off the motorway? Oh, fucking no. It's Price of Delights! Yeah, I told you I had a premonition this episode was going to be shit. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. <sighs> right, hang on. I've, uh, I can't get the shot. What are you drinking? What shot, Chaser, were you having? Sambuca. Black Sambuca. Yes, Rats is Black Sambuca. <sighs> you nicked it off him, did you? <laughs> No, he didn't want it, and he was passing it around, and then suddenly it got to me, so I took it home. <laughs> Fair I enough. I didn't want it. I don't like black sambuca. Nobody oh, does. I do. Oh, you should have had it then. Uh, I, I haven't got um, anything shootable, so I just got a big glass of brandy. Well, that's going to be good. Yeah, let's do a clink, clink. Clink. Clink, clink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right, go on then. What's your first fright or delight? Uh, this story was inspired by the film's sole survivor from 1984 and was rumoured to have been originally an X-Files script that never made it, which makes sense. If Yeah, absolutely. Banging. James Wong. Put that down into 40 minutes and that would be a banger of an X-Files. Yeah, it would. It, uh, it also took notes from a Twilight Zone episode in which a lady has a dream about upcoming tragedies that start to come true, one of which was a flight that explodes shortly after launch. Launch? Take off. Or launch? Whatever. Maybe it was slightly after lunch and I've misspelled it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, is that the one, is that the one with the, where the dude sat at the window in the Twilight Zone? He's looking out and it's he's like, little, like a gremlin on the wing. And it's like tearing ah. apart the engine. And then he wakes up, and then he starts freaking out about it, and then it actually happens. And does no one believe him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's the Twilight But I completely one. forgot about that, man. And I think that's from the Twilight Zone movie. I, I don't think wrong, I'd have but... ever remembered that if you hadn't just brought it up. Um, I've got a, a, a delight uh, that I'm going to save to the end, actually. Not the end, but that's my last one. So I'm going to skip that and come back to it. Uh, Todd. Okay, nice. Wagner's first name is spelt T O D instead of instead of the usual T O double D. Ah, T O double D. Kind of the opposite of what Snoop D O double G does. Ah, oh, he puts an okay, extra G. Yeah, the D O double G. Yeah. Todd with yeah. one D in German means death, and his name is Wagner, so clearly German descendant. Oh, that's nice okay, point. that's interesting. Do you think it was a good choice to omit the D? Or do you usually prefer to put the D in? Well, you know how I feel about D. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially the final D. Can't do that final D. Right, next one. Originally, 
death was going to be more of a real bad guy, like how we envisaged death as a side-swinging bastard, it wasn't going to be that on the nose, but it was going to be like a, a real entity that's trying to kill rather than death as a fatal kind of force. Uh, kind of fateful, not fatal, fateful force. Yeah. Uh, in Todd's death, we see the water kind of move with purpose to set yeah. up the death. And then it retracts yeah. as if to hide away again. And the decision to have death not be an active murderer was made after this scene was shot. So the rest of death, the rest of the deaths happened in a more accidental kind of manner with things that could just go wrong, like door locks not opening because they're broken or whatever. Yes, I prefer that. At 100% prefer that to there being actually a, a death person that you could see I'd yeah. rather it be just fucking because it's it is all about fate and i think they could have called this film but you have law. a time to get what they could have called the film sod's law like oh broken down on the track <laughs> sod's fucking law oh now my locks won't bloody open well that's the english version i'm sure <laughs> could do an english remake sod's law sod's law one What's producer Billy doing? That wasn't producer Billy. It sounded like a child falling out of bed. Oh, do we need to get most haunted in? No, I'm sure it's all good. Sammy's somewhere in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Or is she now? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she is. Um, Oh, shit. So, yeah, you you prefer the uh, fate pushing things in a certain direction because it was meant to happen. Yeah, I think think that's a good... Thing it's like if you're if if you're meant to if everybody has a point in life where they're supposed to die and they skip it, I think they I think this film did it well and not to have some sort of cloaked side weaving wheeling bloke coming around and taking or some ghostly apparition or something. It should be just a bit yeah. of fucking tinsel that you trip over because you couldn't be bothered to put it away and then suddenly you smash your head on the floor yeah it's much better i I don't even like the idea of like the tinsel moving of its own accord because it's meant to kill you like with the water i like the fact that they went away from that for the rest of the film Uh, todd also foreshadows his own death while on the plane he fake hangs and chokes himself towards alex of course he does there's there's a shit ton of that kind of thing going on. I think I, I wasn't going to list them all. We're at a certain amount of time limit, but I liked that that one particularly. Um, I think I touch on a couple more later, but I got one more fright, right. Jimmy, and I quite like this one <laughs> for shits and giggles. Okay, because it's time for some film linkage that we've done before to a certain film. That seems to keep coming back round to us. So the original choices for Alex and Clear to play them was Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, which would have been absolutely shit. But <sighs> like, no, no, you go. You can diss them as much as you want. I'm wait. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, um, I was there shaking my head because I knew what you were gonna say. And it would have been absolute dog shit. Yeah, of course it would. Um, Absolutely terrible. But the fact they were nearly cast, or they were first choices, just gives us this little anecdote that both of these ended up being in the Spider-Man film franchise, 
including Spider-Man 3, which also featured the porn star actor from Cannibal Holocaust as the tugboat captain and was directed <laughs> by the Evil Dead director, Sam Raimi, who also put his mate in the film, the legend Bruce Banner. <laughs> Campbell. Ah, you peanut. <laughs> yes, so that lovely little bit of linkage there through the last few episodes back. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. But fuck off. Fucking Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst in this. It would have been another fucking shit show. Yeah. Terrible. Um, I have an idea to sling on the pile of projects we'll never get around to. Okay. Okay. So you know how yeah. we come up with some film ideas. Minor yeah. destination. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like it already. <laughs> a final destination ripoff, basically, where one of us keeps having premonitions about minor inconveniences. Like, <laughs> I could see you stubbing your toe and stop you, but we have to keep dodging it for the rest of your life. Or, <laughs> could I accept that eventually it's going to happen? And you have to just make that decision, you know, let it happen or keep trying to avoid it forever. <laughs> or like yeah. someone could have a premonition about a group of us getting bad, but not severe food poisoning. <laughs> and we have to keep a keen eye out for things like prawns <laughs> or flies <laughs> landing on your sandwich uh, as you're making it. And uh, one by one, the the group can get taken ill with the shit. <laughs> Some unnoticeably dirty water here and an unwashed hand in a restaurant there. Before you know it, it's just me and you living in a flat, always wearing gloves and prepping food like a nurse on a corona ward (laughs) until one day I'm like, when did you make this chimichanga? (laughs) But you didn't make it. You thought I did. We got drunk and forgot we ordered it. We only remember this halfway through chowing down (laughs) <laughs> the film ends with us realising our mistake, our stomachs audibly churning. We break the fourth wall and we scream into the camera. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's good. I like it. Minor destination. Minor destination. We need some ironing out, but I like it. But yeah, it's easy to franchise, yeah? 100%, yeah. Next year, minor destination two. This time it's uncomfortable. Can have a story of a group of people on a road trip who all suffer a slight whiplash. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is inconvenient, isn't it? It, it doesn't cripple them. It just makes it uncomfortable when they turn their necks at a, at a specific angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down with that, yeah. Anyway, that's on the pile of other things we'll never do with our lives. I mean, I'm in. I'm in all the way. Minor destination. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Anyway, I've got nothing else. Um, so I'm ready for whatever you've right. got down. Well, I'm going to hit you with my best shot. As our uh, Do it. high priestess Pat Benatar once said. Yeah. So I've had, a, I've been trying to have a... Have you ever had a premonition yourself of like in a situation like the Final D sort of situation? Uh... I had a dream when I was a kid that my dog died, and then like ten years later he died. Right, that's not really, that's not really. It, it kind of counts. No, <laughs> not ten years after. Okay. Ten years after. I did have one actually. 
you'll be interested to know. Uh-uh. <laughs> there was this place we used to go party all the time. It's this guy's house. We used to go party all the time. Loads of go there. Pool table. Tony Hawk in the corner. Lovely. Went round one time. Don't know why. But I sat in the corner. I was just like really on edge, paranoid. Super, super paranoid. Oh, yeah. You like, don't know why. Thinking... <laughs> no, I didn't know why at the time. <laughs> no clue. No? Try... no, no clue. Trying to trying to sort of trying to play Tony Hawk while everyone else is like playing guitars, it's pool table, everyone's drinking, having a laugh. Sat there, like, nah, I gotta leave, gotta leave. And I, I, had to, I had to go and I had to got up and left. And I went out, went to sleep. It was beautiful. Woke up the next morning, my mate phoned me and he was like, Fuck me. It was a good job you left when you did, because five minutes later, three riot vans turned up and braided this house. Arrested two of my mates. Shit. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck, oh, god, fuck me!" It was lucky, the lucky that I left. Anyway, that's not so the li- real bit. I thought weed I saved your up. life. Huh? So weed saved your life, or well, not your life? Um, your I don't know record. what you're implying there. You seem to be implying that I was smoking weed that day. Well, I mean, you just got very paranoid for no reason. Yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't that much of a leap. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Tony Hawk, so, Paul Table, we... friends playing guitar. <laughs> church group, <laughs> was it, Hawk. Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was, actually. <laughs> okay. No, right. Anyway, here we go. That wasn't it. That was just a little side bit. Uh, okay. So I found some kind of real people that have had sort of Final Destination type shit going on. Yeah. Uh, so we had there was this, uh, there was this lady called Yiming Wan. And she survived the crash of Asiana Flight 214. While she was injured and covered in firefighting foam, a fire truck coming to rescue all the other survivors ran her over and killed her. Damn. Yeah, damn, indeed. Damn, indeed. Wow. Right. That's bad luck. I thought you were going to say she survived because she had a premonition. No, she's, well, she survived the crash. And, and then death caught up by being, yeah, basically. By the fire people. Anyway, in June 2012, a sportscaster called Jessica Redfield was at Eaton Centre Mall in Toronto when she experienced a weird feeling. As she later wrote on her blog, this is what she said, I can't get this odd feeling out of my chest. This empty, almost sickening feeling won't go away. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around how weird feeling saved me from being in the middle of a deadly shooting. Now, Redfield, she left the mall that she was in before a gunman came in, opened fire on the food court that she had literally just been sat in, killing everyone in the food court, okay? So she got out because she felt weird. Shit. She'd just been partying with you, had she, at some friend's house? I don't know what you're implying. A month later, she was one of the 12 people killed at the Aurora, Colorado movie theatre massacre. No way. Okay. Whoa, that's crazy. Okay. That's, it's, it's just bad luck. Right, there was this, uh, there was this woman, I can't pronounce her name, it's fucking massive, but she was wrongly declared dead, right? And then she woke up at her own funeral out of the coffin, and she was so scared that she woke up at her funeral, she had a heart attack and died. Well, that is bad luck. 
That's but terrible, isn't it? Convenient. Absolutely. She's already, already coffin, in the coffin. It? It's yeah. already paid in. Ready sorted to go. Yeah, check's already been posted. Done. Okay, so there was a woman called Hilda Yolanda Mayol. Uh, she survived the 9-11 attacks. But then two months later, she died when the American Airlines flight she was on, 587, crashed in New York. Shit. So that was a bit bad. Yeah. Here we go. We're just going to get into some light-hearted ones now. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Which right. is fun. This is number five. I'm doing nine. I didn't mention that. Okay. You know I like a list. This is top so, nine. Yeah. Sigurd the Mighty of Orkna was a Viking who, having survived his most recent battle, secured the severed head of one of his enemies to his horse's saddle. As he rode away, the head jostled and its teeth cut Sigurd's leg. The infected wound eventually killed him. Ugh, so he cut off some dude's head. Yep. And that head's teeth caught his leg on the way down. Yeah. No, he cut the guy's head off. Yeah. Got it. Put it on his saddle of okay. his horse. And it wiggled Rode off. away. The jump in. The teeth grazed his leg. Obviously, cutting his leg, but it was like Viking days. So he probably got sepsis or something. Okay, number six. Jamaican politician Marcus Garvey read a mistaken obituary for himself that said he died broke, alone, and unpopular. He then had two strokes and died. Was he broke, alone, and uh, unpopular? Well, it doesn't say, but I hope, I'm guessing it does. I probably should have left that one out. It wasn't very good. No, right. it's good. I like in that 19, one. Well, In 1977, the University of Evansville, Evansville men's basketball team's plane crashed while taking off, killing the entire team except for one member who was not on board. However, he was killed by a drunk driver a week later. So that is proper Final Destination shit from the first one. He could have been on that plane, and because he wasn't on that plane, Death tried to take him, but then he couldn't, so he went through the... uh, There's a few proper Final D things in there. Yeah, I I I got one more. Two more. Eight. Daredevil Bobby Lynch survived tons of near-death experiences, including going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Death caught up to him in 1911 when he stepped on an orange peel, slipped, broke his leg so badly it had to be amputated. He died due to complications from surgery. So that's also a little bit like Miss uh, Luton's death yeah Lucian's death yeah she had a bit of a whoa and he slipped on an orange peel i thought it was supposed to be fucking banana peels we were supposed to be looking out for now we gotta look out for orange peels yeah that sucks well next apple peels coming after us god damn who peels an apple actually i know who peels an apple nah she doesn't like the orange taste what the skin yeah the flavorless skin of an apple and it <laughs> she, can't, she, she can't eat. She doesn't like apples because of the because of the skin. She has to eat, she has to peel the skin off, shut the skin away. Like, what, what are you doing? Anyway, number nine. Now this is the guy that we should all probably strive to be. His name was Fran Silak. He cheated death seven times, and then he won 
£600,000 in the lottery. What? How did he cheat that that's seven it. times? Crazy. What is he, cat? He's got two left. Know, but that's it. That's, uh, that's it. Maybe, like, Death Cat accidentally putting him on the list due to an administration error and then, like, handed him some compensation when they finally sorted it out. Maybe. Spelling his name wrong. But there you go. He cheated Death seven times and then he won six hundred thousand pounds what was his name fran Silak. so they were trying to kill dan Silak. ah uh, they got it wrong probably. and they kept the for some reason the system kept changing it back to the original name they got wrong and every time they're like, uh, oh, shit. Yeah. spell check yeah you need Fucking to spell yeah, check. cost them 600 grand so there you go some real final d shit yeah some real Final D shit. <laughs> As Snoop Dogg would say. You ready for the Master of the Macabre? <laughs> yes, you in it. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. No, I think we took it away from me. Yeah, of course you did. Tell me what, you can put me yeah. on the list. I'll take an honourable mention. <laughs> okay. To be fair. So. Yeah, alright. Let's do it. Master of the Macabre. Welcome to the Master of the Macabre. I've had a premonition. It's not fucking going to be me. (laughs) (laughs) But let's find out who it is going to be. Jimmy. Yes. Who's on your list? Fucking hell. I don't know. I think maybe... Maybe one for definite. Okay. And then definitely one honourable mention. Or maybe two. But I don't know. I've got one definite. And that's it. Okay. Right, who's your one definite? Let's see your one definite. Tony Todd. Blood Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he appeared in this film like he just came straight from swapping acting notes with Vincent Price and Christopher Lee. Well, it's like they said his name four times in the mirror and he appeared, isn't it? Yeah. It was I mean he was he felt a bit out of place in this film, but I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, he's only in it for a little bit. He's in the second one as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they said Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. And then he appeared in the movie. Yeah. Just just there. Who have you got? Well, I was gonna put Tony Thomas like a fucking honourable mention, but I'm thinking no, we'll give we'll give the Candyman the Master of Macabre. I think I was yeah. gonna say fucking the dude who played Alex Browning because he's just in it and he's the main character. Yeah, I thought fuck that, and then well, yeah, actually, yeah, fuck that. He's actually he's in a good he's in a good fucking sort of time traveling type thriller limited series thing. Can't remember what it's called. It was all right. But now, I don't know what he did between that and this film. Um, I was going to say something about Ali Lata. She's quite good, I suppose. Yeah, I I just didn't think anyone was uh, good. <laughs> no, you've, you've got you've got that sort of thing. I mean, Sean William Scott's good, but he's yeah. he's better in he's better in things now like Rob. Role, role models and goon goon was amazing goon and 
things like that. He's very, he's very funny, and he was kind of the, in this. He was the kind of comic relief, bit of a doofus, and it was kind of fresh off the bat from American Pie. I think what was American Pie '99? Yeah, but had American like Pie even been released? He, I don't mean he's. It's that type of thing where he's he either filmed one straight after the other or both at the same time. And... Yeah. But the thing with Ali Lata as well, I mean, she's smoking hot and she is good as Clear Rivers, very good yeah. actor. But the thing about her is that the one thing that I can't get out of my head, anything she's ever in, I, I, there's just one thing that she did in her acting career that I cannot get out of my head forever. Anytime I look, I'm looking at her now and she's, she's a great actress, smoking hot, looks amazing. But there's that one thing. I'm sure you've seen it in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. And she's in it and they flip through the uh, the laser beams and then she lands there and then she does this face and then she lets off a massive heart. <laughs> <laughs> she does the face as well, like... Okay, yeah. And that's, I just can't get that out of my head. Uh, okay. And she was like, oh, it's the... Fast food or whatever it was from that Jane Silent Bob film. And that's, I just can't get that. I think that's, for me, that's ruined her career. I mean, her part. character in this was very much the late 90s gothy character that was around. Kind of, time. yeah. Kind of. She's kind not of, quite but full she, goth, is she? But No, but but she, but she is she is in every single one of them, I think, isn't she? She's up to. She's at least up to three. I think she died in the end of number two. Mate, no, I'm sure she keeps going. I'm sure there's like, if she's like the um, the one that they go to because they go to see her in the mental institute because she has cheated death. Yeah, in number two they do. They go to, yeah. So they go to her. Oh yeah. I don't know, but we'll find out when know. we do those films in the future, one day, twenty years down the line. But these these are the kind of films that I like to sit on a Sunday and have a little a drink to, so I can't remember them very well. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> recently, anyway, recently, these are kind of the the guilty pleasure Sunday film. But anyway, yeah, I say let's go fucking Tony Todd. Pick it up, Candy Man. Yeah. Uh, Tony Todd, I'm guessing I, I get an honourable mention for my intro. Yeah? Um... I don't see you on my list. Oh. Hold on, let me scroll. Let me have a little scroll. Let me just have a little scroll there. Um, hold on, I'm just scrolling. Just scrolling. I'll just keep scrolling. Hold on. Oh, is there somewhere? Come on, come on, come on. What, what number are you down to now? Scrolling. 180. Keep <laughs> scrolling. Keep scrolling. I think you mean 180. Uh, you didn't make it. You didn't make uh, the cut, boy. Well, you know what? I'll just learn from my experience and try harder with my my next acting intro that I do. I realized I didn't I didn't win any music awards for my rap. I'm guessing I was just overlooked or they didn't didn't hear it. This one's a kick in the teeth. Best not talk about it. Yeah, maybe move on. Right then, Tony Todd, Master of the Macabre, the Candy Man, can. He can, and he fucking did. <laughs> Off to the Madhouse rating system. The Madhouse rating.
Right, here we go. Like a bad sequel. It's time for the Madhouse rating system. First up is tension and suspense. Well, it's full of it, isn't it? Tension and suspense are this film's jam. Take away tension and suspense, leading to gory deaths. And what are you left with? Dawson's fucking creek, mate. That's what you're left with. Yeah, good point. Oh, good point, actually, because one of them was in Dawson's Creek. Really? I think Kerr Smith was in Dawson's Creek. Oh, well, that's a nice little lineup. Might have got that wrong. Fuck <laughs> it. I just had I've, I've just had a shot, so I don't know. Well, it's great. Tension is the whole premise of the film. There's a set of precarious tools lying around, and any of them could kill any of these students in a very inventive way at any time. I'd give it a Absolutely. star. I'd give it a star as well, and it's very... I like, uh, it's very interesting when they, um, because of, obviously, Alex figures out that there's, there's a sequence to their death, and he figures out that when they're on the plane, the, the way they're going to die is the way they died on the plane, so he works all that out, and it's very interesting when he they, saves a character, and then death resets and goes back that first character again it's like oh shit so you're basically stuck in a loop yeah. you've got to survive you're going to be stuck in a loop of constantly saving all these people yeah and you can't do it you can't do it and it's like even at the end uh carter's like who's next after because i think alex walks out in front of a bus uh clear rivers saves him uh she nearly gets hit by the sign yeah, which was her death, and then the sign goes up, and then Carter's like, "Well, who's next in line?" And then the sign comes back and hits him, kills him. Knocks so him you're on constantly on edge. Yeah. So definitely one for tension, and, and that's also why Minor Destination will be such a good film because it's like, I just saved you from eating a sandwich that you didn't know was tainted, <laughs> and I'm like, "Who's next in line?" And we turn around. Nat's eating a fucking burrito, and we're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, or I'm frying up bacon, and I'm just a bit about to get hot fat onto my naked chest. Yeah. But then Nat saves me, and she gets the hot fat on her, and then it's like, oh, God, she's there for cooking falafel now, and that maybe that explodes in her face. And yeah. And she gets hot cheek pee all over. Yeah. And I have a, a, another totally different premonition that's similar, but that you get hot chick pee all over your chest. <laughs> <laughs> and I just let you get on with it, because I know that's your thing. <laughs> as long as there's enough tea towels, we're fine. <laughs> right, what's next? Um, next up is... Is it gore and visual effects? That it be... That'd be ducks. Some of the news footage in the film is actual footage of a plane crash that happened in 1996 in New York. On board that plane was a high school French club that all died. Oh, shit. Shit. What, what was that flight called? It's called Flight Oh, Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, terrible. Didn't... Oh, that's... Didn't... Did we talk about this earlier? But they didn't. They want to call. Wasn't the film going to be called Flight One Eight Zero? 
No, because the flight in the film was 180. So they were going to yeah, call but... it Flight 180. Yeah, but then they changed it because they thought it was going to be either bring up... Uh, like, they didn't want it in the same... They might have thought people have thought it was like Air Force One or like a true story or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they changed it to Final... Final D! Yeah. <laughs> yep. When Miss Lu- Mrs. Luton... Is it Miss Luton or Mrs. Luton? Or Ms. Miss Luton. Valerie Luton. Played by Kirsten Clock. When Miss Luton was impaled by knives, she was standing under a fake floor with only her head showing at the end of a prosthetic body. Clearly she, she, so she didn't get stabbed. When I, when I read this online about, about this fact, someone was like, the way they described it was, she was put with a prosthetic body to prevent her actual body getting stabbed. And I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> not gonna, well, yeah. It's not a snuff film. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get my real body stabbed. Yeah, <laughs> idiot. They had a nice mix of practical and CGI effects. Uh, in the same le- scene where Miss Luton is killed, she's uh, shanked by a broken bit of glass. This yeah. was shot in reverse, with a string pulling the shard backwards away from her, um, or from the prosthetic, I should say. Um, and the string was removed digitally later. So that digital effects do different things. Like, you know, in the uh, airport where the, the ticker flicky thing is saying flight delayed, terminal closed. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was all put in digitally afterwards after they filmed an actual one. Nice. Oh, shit. Saying that, that bit where um, Alex wakes up and his clock is at, it's at one o'clock. Yep. It's right at the start and then it flicks between and it's like 180. Oh, yeah. Flick, flick. I think it took him like four days to get that right. Well, that was stupid. I'm sure, it? I read that that it took it four days just to get that clock scene. You'd have to wait for the clock right. to go around. You can just spin it. Wow. It maybe was, maybe they it didn't was know that. like it was. This was going to be late nineties when they were filming it. So, <laughs> I mean, the whole film's full of gore and death. So, yeah. you know, which death was your favourite? I'm still, a, I, I still love the, uh, I think the, the bath scene where he slips, where he's in the bathtub and he slips and he gets garroted. That's the most cringy, like. I think oh, that's God. one of the best ones. It's probably the worst way to die. I think most of the other ones, you don't really know anything about it. I always, uh, yeah. what always got me was um, Sean William Scott's death. Yeah. Partly because it, it, it seemed to come out of nowhere after someone else had just been saved. But also, it wasn't just a decapitation. It was like through the jaw, above the chin. It was... Yeah. And it was, it's yeah. real. Nothing's ever perfect. If you get your head chopped off by something random like that, it's not necessarily going to hit you right in the neck. No. Going to be uh, a son of a bitch. Hit you at an awkward angle. You... It's going to sting in the morning, yeah, you... basically. Well, you ain't going to know about it, so you give a fuck. Through that family. We will be dead. So I'd give it one for gore and visual effects. Yeah, I'd give it one. I think this this had the uh, the shortest disaster moment in, I want to say, film history, but I don't think it is. So that plane sequence at the start only lasts two minutes. Huh. And that's like a massive film disaster at the start, isn't it? Yeah. plane blows up. 
Yeah. Normally, people like you'd suck on that teat for quite a long yeah. time. Titanic was sinking for like only... an hour and a half. Yeah, fuck, longer than that. Longer than it actually sank in real life. <laughs> and it? It's like fucking two and a half hours long, Titanic. That only lasted two minutes. Yeah. And that's a lot of people dead. Anyway, I think... Ah, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, let's give it one for that. Oh, that's two out of two. Boom. Next up, we have... Fuck, I don't know. What is it? Performance? Yeah. Okay. And it's pretty shit. Apart from Tony yeah. Todd, who seemed like he'd been uh, teleported in from a far superior acting class. Straight out of the mirror, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but the performers were all exactly as they were meant to be, to be fair. An early noughties teen horror uh, with fashion to match. I had forgotten yes, about some 100%. of those t-shirts with the stripes across. Yeah, still got yours. No, but I'm pretty sure I remember skating down the street, listening to some some 41 with a t-shirt with a stripe horizontally across my nipples in one of the days. Just before I went and got paranoid down the park for no reason. (laughs) So... Uh, but it is your cla- it is your classic kind of it is your classic teen uh, ensemble of actors in this I think yeah they had everything an early noughties teen film had in it in terms of yeah characters yeah half a star I don't, know. I don't even think I'd give it half a star maybe ah uh, you probably have to give it half a star for the time because the same ah. Uh, Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, give it half a star then. Give it a quarter of a star if you like. Mm, that's going to get confusing. Well, it's two and a quarter. All right, let's give it two and a quarter. Right. Whatever. Next quarter. up, is that visual? Is it visual score and sound effects? It's musical effects and sound score, I think. No, it's visual sound and musical effects. <laughs> <laughs> I think it? maybe next time. We shouldn't be doing the Brandy and Chasers. Although it is quite fun. It is quite fun. Hold on, I'll turn that one away there. I'll check the script. See, I see you've got the Brandy to your mouth. Like yeah, I've nearly finished the glass. I'm thinking we need a break for no reason. There's no reason for a break, but I think we should pause so I can have a top-up in a minute. Right, let's do the... Uh, it's musical yeah. score and sound effects, yay or nay. That's what I said! You didn't. You said or, uh, visual score, I think. <laughs> so, that's just called <laughs> filmography. <laughs> Right, okay, my bad. Musical score and sound effects. Uh, the, the one thing in note is that John Denver's music appears throughout and he died in a plane crash three years before the film was released. I'm sure that was on purpose. Yeah, definitely. That's the only thing in note, though. We're keeping that bit short, definitely. as we have now promised our listeners. Right, let's give that a quarter, then, just for the John Denver dying in a plane crash. All right, two and a half. Thanks to John Denver's tragic death. Next up is... Yeah, his tragic, tragic death. Next up, though. Ah, Let's keep it light. It's the overall experience. I think this is a three and a half film. Fuck. Yeah, I think it's a three and a half film. I always call this film... You call it... It's not that bad. No. I I always I see these this group of films franchise 
as a guilty pleasure. Right? Yep. I enjoy it. It's good. I think I think a lot of people enjoy them. It's good fun. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not too serious. It's not too gory. It's got. It's got clever. I think it's got clever writing. I think it's got clever effects. I think it's got your actors of the time. You know, this was fucking twenty-one years ago, man. Uh, yeah. It's a good story. Uh, like this is a film that I'd go. Nah, right. Sunday, right, we're gonna do we're gonna do at least fucking three final destinations here. Let's have a drink let's have a drink. Let's watch Final Destination. Get the box of Rosie's pig. Get get the box out. Let's have it. <laughs> and I sit down, let's watch them. Because it's just enjoyable. I think you could just watch it and it's fun and enjoyable. That's what I'm saying about it. That's why I like this. Do you do it on Saturdays or Sundays? I do this on Sunday. Like a fucking rainy Sunday. This is what we've done. Rainy Sunday. Nothing to do. Pajamas on. Right. Have a big breakfast. Right. What are we going to do? Let's do the final destinations. I'm asking because I want to come and join you. But I can't do Sunday. Can we do it on a Saturday? I've only got a two-person sofa. It's a love sofa. (sighs) Wow. That's uh... a a love seat. So you're saying that we have to get that to get leave for the day. Yeah, I could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she'll leave. Yeah, that's fine. She can sit in this room. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I get I get the uh, I get the message. So, overall experience, are we going to give it half each? So that's 3. Point... I'll give it half. Hang on. Yeah, that it brings it up quarter. to three and a half because it should be a three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorted. Bang in. Right. It's the next film choice, Jimmy. Yeah, we're go- yeah we're gonna have to pause here because I just need a minute. Yeah, I need a piss. You need to Google a film. Clearly, I need to get a top up of brandy. And you need to fill up your sambuca glasses. Yeah, yeah. Right. Reconvene in two it. minutes. Peace. Right. So we go. So the last few films we've done, we've done quite a lot of modern stuff, haven't we? We have. Yeah. Yeah, so we've gone quite modern a bit. So I thought, let's, it's about time we throw it back. Throw it back a few years. Maybe about 40 years or something. So let's see if you can get this. Okay. You ready for it? Yeah. Okay. Right, it's a, it's going to be a fucking classic. Okay. Right. Okay, so here we go. I'll give you the IMDB description. Okay. A young couple trying for a baby move into a fancy apartment surrounded by peculiar neighbours. A young couple trying for a baby move into a fancy apartment surrounded by peculiar neighbours. I'll tell you when it was made. 1968. Okay. Okay. Uh, written and directed by Roman Polanski. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, boy. I don't think I. Yeah. I don't think I was thinking like, oh man, that sounds like something like Rear Window. So you just said Roman Polanski. It's got to be Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, boy. 
Let's do it. Sorted it. Nice. Yeah, my dad always said this was the um, scariest film that he's ever seen. Or my mum. My mum, I think my mum and dad always said to, they always mention Rosemary's Baby to me when they're talking horror films. Uh, okay, yeah, I can do it. So it's nice, and I've only seen I've only seen this film once. Yeah, and you were uh, nineteen sixty eight, yeah. Yep, from the novel by Eerie Levin. Should be good. Okay, be nice to watch. I think it's a long film. It's two hours seventeen. I think the full. You no, know, we've done quite a lot of short films lately. Yeah, so it'd be nice to yeah. do this one. I think we could we could just. Put our bullshit all over it. But it'd be good to watch because it is a fucking classic. Yep. So, yeah, that's going to be nice. Nice little change from uh, all the modern shit so far. Not that that's a bad thing. I'm loving the modern shit at the moment. Fucking hell, you can't move from decent horror films. I know it is a good time to be a horror fan, but I do like delving back. And uh, when I delve back, my go-to is usually the Hammer Horror, but I don't want to run out of Hammer Horror. Yeah, see, I was thinking, let's sure we do one, but then, um, nah, let's do this one. Let's see what's got. Let's see what it's about. We seem to do like maybe one or two every ten episodes of Hammer Horror. I think that's a good ratio. Right, it's time for a band plug. Okay, tonight we got three boys from Carlisle horror punk rockers. It's a band who have gone strength to strength. It's the Meltdowns and their song, Dracula!
was the Meltdowns, and if you want some more, you can find them on their Bandcamp by visiting themeltdowns.bandcamp.com. That's the Meltdowns with a Z.bandcamp.com, and you can get hold of their music and merch. They have new videos out soon, and if you want to buck them, then fucking do it. Email themeltdowns at gmail.com and have them melt your ears at your local venue. And as for us, don't forget to subscribe to the Manass Podcast on your favourite podcast app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and email Jimmy your 90s rom-com recommendations too. It's all just creepy shit <laughs> at that'sjuststalking.com. Jimmy and myself will see you in a fortnight for our next episode on Rosemary's Baby! Oh! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, baby! Three riot vans turned up and raided this house, arrested two of my mates. Yeah, and I was like, fuck. Oh, fuck me. It was lucky lucky that I left.